Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hey, everybody, an all-new edition of Craft Root Sports starting up here in just a minute. I got to be honest, guys, we weren't even sure if we were going to do a show tonight. Uh, it felt a little weird, but then we realized that we did shows through some of the worst stuff that happened in 2020. Uh, so why not do a show during the fall of democracy as well? Uh, so this is going to be uh, a show that we want to take your mind off of everything. We got a great guest uh, on our show tonight. This week, we are drinking our beers on the tank scale from Trust the Process all the way up to Suck for Luck. Uh, Scott is drinking the White Lodge, very interesting named beer for today, uh, from Holy Mountain Brewing Company, Seattle, Washington, 4.8% ABV beer, 3.78 caps on untapped. Scott, on the tank scale from Trust the Process to Suck for Luck, where do you rate the White Lodge? I'm going to put this on my own scale, which back in the day, I thought it would be a good idea if the Niners sucked to get both Reggie Bush and Matt Leinart, and that would have turned out horribly, but at the time, (laughs) it sounded like a great idea. So this beer, in theory, sounds like a great idea. I hope it turns out better than that. Fair enough. Uh, Drew is drinking Derivative from El Dorado, uh, excuse me, from Proclamation Ale Beer Company, Warwick, Rhode Island, 6% ABV beer, 3.94 caps on untapped. Drew, on the tank scale, where does Derivative El Dorado rank? Detroit Red Wings. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's pretty pretty sucky. All new episode of Craft Room oh, Sports. That's yeah, right now. Sorry, we, uh, did you need more than that? Uh, uh, nope, that's perfect. It's, it's it's a solid plan. The execution, we'll see. But all right, carry on. Per- that's perfect. I am drinking D's nuts, which is what the people who stormed the Capitol today can suck. From 105 West Brewing, Castle Rock, Colorado, 5.25 percent ABV beer, <laughs> 3.87 caps on Untapped. Uh, on the tank scale, uh, I would put this one as uh, rebuilding mode. It's it's the polite way to say you're tanking. The ah yeah, we're just rebuilding. Uh, so we will see how this one holds up. Let us know in the comments what you guys are drinking. Hit share, help us out. Comedian Kelly Collette joining us on the show today. We're going to get to her in just a minute here. All new edition of Craft Root Sports starting up right now. Everybody, it is Wednesday night, and that means it is time to get drunk with us, Craft Root Sports. Uh, if you're looking for an- analysis and stats and uh, updates and breakdowns, you're in the wrong place. This is where we get drunk and talk sports, kind of. I am Mike with me, as always, is Scott. Scott, how you feeling today, man? Uh, what a day. I'm here, though. <laughs> we are. We're all here, man. We all are just here. Uh, we're surviving. Drew also hanging out. Drew, how you feeling today, man? 
someone forgot to tell 2020 to go the fuck away. Like, the year rolled over. It's time for something new. <laughs> it really is. Uh, and I don't know when that's going to be uh, happening. We, we should have something better here on the horizon. Uh, but we got a good show for you guys tonight. We are going to try to take your mind off of everything that's going on. Uh, I shaved, so it's weird. Uh, there's a nice change for you for 2021. Babyface Burlon coming in hot. Uh, we got an awesome show. Scott's going to do that hockey a little bit later on. We are also going to give our sponsorship ideas for each of the major sports leagues, thanks to the NHL doing their thing and selling out just like we do on the show. But before we get to all of that, we want to welcome to the show uh, a good friend of mine. Uh, I feel like I'm bringing you up on stage, Kelly. That's how it always was. It's like, this next comedian come to stage. Very good friend of mine. Uh, uh, but this is a stand-up comedian from Cincinnati. Uh, I've known Kelly for uh, over 10 years. Uh, super funny comedian. Kelly Collette. Kelly, how are you feeling tonight? I am feeling weird, but I'm ready to get one with you guys. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Thanks for being on the show, Kelly. Kelly uh, just released a uh, d- documentary. Can we call it a documentary? Wait, you broke up there. I guess so. I guess that's the best word to describe it. I don't know, a pile of crap that <laughs> kind of stuck together in a YouTube video. So, at least it. Yeah. Hey, you fit right in. It's, right, yeah. Uh <laughs> 2020 is a joke is the name of the uh, the documentary that Kelly released. It's available on YouTube. Before we talk about that, though, Kelly, I got to talk to you about you were actually a part of the Reds rally pack. Uh, the Cincinnati Reds. I was, yeah. Uh, did you get to shoot the T-shirt gun? Absolutely. Yeah. One of the best shooters that they had. I was also very good at the slingshot. That was kind of like, kind of like my weapon. Like if I was a Marvel character, the slingshot would be mine uh, (laughs) as opposed to the gun. But it was a very fun gig. I did that for either four or six years. I can't remember. I've always (laughs) wanted to know when you have the t-shirt gun and like that was four or six, not four or five or three or four. (laughs) I remember it was even uh, I just want to know, like, when you were shooting that, did you uh, did you end up like trying to aim at somebody's face? Because that's, I feel like, the, what you need to do if you've got the t-shirt gun. That was a big no-no. You weren't supposed to shoot anybody directly. It always had to be pointed. Oh. I I think it was kind of. Um, pride between a lot of the rally packers, like how high into the upper decks you can shoot it. I like shooting it sideways to the people who never get shot to like on the second but a lot of people like going up to third Very yeah fun thing <laughs> yeah with, with I, great power comes great responsibility mike i couldn't just shoot someone in the face but i did you gd right it does out of their hand. wait you, you knock somebody's someone nachos face, out of their hand shoot, shoot someone in the face five rows in like you got to go right. at least 15 25 rows back because then you have plausible deniability yeah, I'm not saying I didn't take someone didn't take it to the face. I'm just saying it was unintentional. Yeah, somebody was walking down. They weren't watching. And well, that's yeah. what happens every time See? you're not watching. You get shot right in the face. Things get messy. Yeah. Oh, Were they this, a Reds this fan or an opposing team fan? I don't remember. I just heard ooh. I jumped off the dugout. I was like, that was probably me. That's probably my bad. <laughs> See, now I'm actually feeling like that's probably the way to go. Instead of shooting people in the face, it's probably way better to shoot them, shoot like their nachos or their beer out of their hand. That seems like a much more fun game to play. Were you you suggesting she do a back shot instead? No. What? What are you talking about, Scott? What are you doing today? 
I'm just saying, maybe somebody gets shot in the back unexpectedly. You get a T-shirt, get shot in the back. There's nothing wrong with that. I mean, we let Drew talk about co-eds all the time, and you're getting upset with me about talking about the damn T-shirt gun. That's Everyone a fair. Loves co-eds. That's a fair point. Uh, this is already. Already off the rails, Kelly. I apologize. Uh, I cover all sexes, genders, and orientations. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> all right. Uh, Kelly, <laughs> let me ask you. <laughs> this is a shit Waiting show already. For Mike to keep driving here. All right, Kelly, yeah, I want to know they about. Cut some of the T1 lines in, in Washington, too? They might have. Oh, that's a good point. We might be under, we might be under siege here, guys. Because uh, oh. everything is skipping say, at this so, point. I want to say cut out. Mike, do you know sign language? That might work out better here. <laughs> All right, Kelly, let's go ahead and just jump into to why you're on the show tonight. I felt like it was going to be a good question. All I heard it was, was going to be me, a great question. All I heard Absolutely was great tell question. Me about, and then all you guys froze, and then it was like, and I was like, oh shit, this is something important, and they're all looking at me now. <laughs> it, it it was. Tell us about this awesome video you put out. 2020 is a joke, and give us a little behind the scenes there about what uh, led to you creating that. Cool. So um, I quit my full time job in 2019 um, because I had been doing stand up comedy for 10 years and I figured it was time to like take a chance on myself. So December 2019, I, I uh, put in my two weeks notice and it was all going great. And I was going to kind of document my journey on being a full time stand up for the, the year ahead. And then January, I had a lot of great gigs. In February, I did two. And then slowly but surely, um, everything started going, you know, the way it was. So I'm really glad that I kept taping it. And I think that a lot of people were having a rough time. And then you always see people living their highlight reels out on Instagram and, you know, only posting the good stuff. And I thought this is a good opportunity to kind of show the real (laughs) lifestyle of a comedian and how up and down it could be. So that was pretty much the the reasoning now i i do want to ask a question about that though because you admit in the film several times that you haven't done an update in a while here so there were there were yeah. gaps in, in in you know your updates and all your fans were out there waiting to hear what was going on with kelly what led to those big gaps and and, and are we are you really just stoking the fire for behind the music version of 2020 is a joke yeah, I figured I was like, you know, Katy Perry had people follow her around just in case shit happened. So I might as well do it. No, um, <laughs> uh, it was I actually had over an hour worth of footage and I cut it down to 25 minutes because I literally was like, I don't know how much of this is boring or how much of it is actually. I mean, I don't know how people's attention spans can watch something for an hour. So I was like, 25 minutes. That seems like a doable amount of time. Um, there were big gaps because honestly, like depression crept in and it's like, what am I going to tape? Um, I'm not doing anything. So I really would tape either before or after a show. And then sort of, if there was a big event happening, um, I kind of documented that like, you know, black lives matter protests and Brianna Taylor. And I, I, I picked up the phone and kind of said, I want to make sure I remember this moment in time and what I was doing and what I was doing about it and what I felt about it. Just so I could look back for myself, too. No, it's that. That's awesome. And one of the things that I was honestly a little surprised about is like you—you you got around the country, like you got to a lot of different places. Uh, was it was it Utah where you're out in the mountains 
shooting that (laughs) driving live filming in mountains, which seems like a great idea, you know, but uh, what was your favorite, what was your favorite spot or your favorite show as, as you went through the film? I think definitely Sundance Utah was the best. I think that was kind of like the, uh, that was in November and then it literally had to go through all the shit of the entire year to get to that point. It was kind of (laughs) like, literally the metaphorical mountain like i had to climb and then i'm sitting on top of the mountain about to do my show um very meta um but that was just a beautiful place to be and a beautiful reason to go out and um it was actually pretty safe when i went and i handled it pretty safely so i was proud of that but that had to be it yeah uh, Talk to than- us real quick, though, about the most important part of the video. The fact that McDonald's uh, ice cream <laughs> machine was working and you were able to get a McFlurry. I, I was like me- mesmerized by that. I was totally waiting for the part where she said, yeah, our, sh- our machine's down because that's McDonald's. That's it for a uh, I wouldn't have a joke about that. So I thought I'd throw that in. But yeah, I should be sponsored by McDonald's. The amount of McDonald's references I make in that thing. But that's honestly like the life. Style of a comic sometimes. Like, I, 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 I don't eat before a show, so the only time I'm eating is like right after, at like 11 o'clock, and I have to go, What's open? So it's disgusting. Yeah, I'm, I'm trash <laughs> human. Thank you for pointing that out. Now, wait a minute, though. Do you not eat before a show because you're taking a page out of Sweet D's book and making sure you have nothing in your stomach when you start to dry heave on stage in front of the mic? Or is is that a superstitious thing, or just kind of like, you know, I, I don't have time to do that, I got to prep for the show? Maybe I'm just pretending I'm like this cute waspy girl who can't eat it before a show. I chow down before the show. Listen, going to McDonald's afterwards, I lied to you guys. Sorry. That's my celebratory uh, mm. ice cream cone in, Mc- in McFlurry. So, um, yeah. Hence I'm the scene shit. where you order yeah. a $3.16 McFlurry uh, mm-hmm. with no other context and then move on to your next, your next cut. <laughs> so what is your go-to no, order was- then? Oh, um, a double hamburger playing with only pickles, extra pickles, uh, side of pickles in a cup that costs 30 seconds extra, Diet Coke, and sometimes a fry with a buffalo sauce. It usually comes out to 234 or 314 of those. Okay, on how often do they get that right? I was going to say, you need to run that back because you just rattle off like 50 words in two seconds. <laughs> My McDonald's order. Uh, yeah, so I, um, I don't like mustard or ketchup on burgers or any like basically anything else i just want to play with pickles on it so i um had to devise my own order system because they would keep getting it wrong so i know exactly how to say it so that they know exactly how to type it in on the screen so the people in the back can understand it correctly can, can figure it out and break this it this is the most fascinating part of I bear my soul for this documentary about comedy and you guys oh like, we'll, we'll get to that too we want to soften you up with I some easy ones first right so it's yeah, it's a double that. cheeseburger, no pickles, extra pickles on the side in a cup. Also, they have buffalo sauce at McDonald's. Oh my gosh, it's the best! You have to have that on your fries instead of ketchup. The buffalo sauce is amazing. So, what do you do if you find yourself in a situation where I think you said you were doing a show once with like sixty people at a clubhouse in a, a subdivision? And so, okay, you're in a situation there where you're kind of out there doing a show, and there's no McDonald's. But there's a Wendy's and a Burger King <laughs> and an Arby's. We'll throw in that curveball, too. What do you do in that? Stand? Dude, 2020 yeah. is bad enough. Don't make her choose between that. This just um, I guess they have curly fries. Those were pretty good, right? Yeah, solid. It's been a while. It's been a while. I don't have any horsey sauce or anything in my car. So um, 
kind of have to make do. I don't know. I don't know what my other go-to is. Taco Bell, if they had that option. Yes. KFC. I don't know. I, like, I eat all the trash food. Yeah. Respect that right there. So, mm-hmm. Kelly, what's your... What, no love for Burger King. What was what your favorite place that uh, you've ever performed? Um, I think the Taft Theater in Cincinnati was a pretty good one because uh, it was big and it was fun and there were a lot of people there and it's like a very historic building and something that I've gone to see shows in a lot, but I got to be on the stage, which was very fun. That's awesome. Is there any place that you would like absolutely like what's your dream performance arena, I guess? Ooh, um, I really want to go to Comedy Works in Denver. That seems like a really cool club. Um, South by Southwest would be cool. Um, I don't know, a stage by the Grand Old Opry. Can I shoot so high? Is that something that we can do? <laughs> I mean, it's it's a dream. It's wherever you can go. You know, but you know right. what? That's, yeah, that's, I don't know. That's Brad not our brain house? here. Like, are we just naming? <laughs> no, we're, we're more of an Apollo Theater kind of situation, okay? Come oh, on. Grand oh my Opry. gosh. Come on. You see this girl in her McDonald's? You see this shit? <laughs> <laughs> I had Here another question I just forgot, so Scott or Mike, hop in here while I try to jog <laughs> my you? memory. Yeah, I just, it literally just flew. Oh, I remember what it is now. No, uh, so we were talking before you jumped on the Zoom call before the show that you just shot a special yeah. or something at the dry bar. What's What was that all about? And right. how did yeah, you that- make people laugh when they were sober? <laughs> right. So um, dry bar is um, kind of like a... a I don't know if it's a network or a channel you would consider it, but it's like a Comedy Central, but clean. And instead of being on TV, they're on the internet. Uh, so if you hadn't heard about it, you might not know about what it is. But it's shot in Provo, Utah, which is a very Mormon city. And um, thus, keep it clean. I shot during COVID, so instead of having a full audience, we had people spaced out, also wearing masks. Um, So just muffling the laughter. Just really not a great ideal situation. However, um, it was amazing. I really liked it. And it takes about six months to edit the special. So hopefully it'll be up in six months. Yeah. That's super cool. Was was it hard? So. When you're doing these shows and people have masks or, or whatever, is it hard to kind of like get that feedback loop with the audience or just kind of really connect with them? Yeah, you you really feed off people's energies with laughter. Luckily, I could still hear them. Um, I did have a girl sit in the very front row. It was an older woman, and she had Trump written right across her mask. And it was the <sighs> day after the election. And she sat right in the front row, and I was like, she. Mm gonna hate me but she laughed the entire time and i was like good for you like we are all humans regardless of the political affiliation at that point i didn't do any political jokes uh so we were able to have a good time but uh yeah literally silencing her (laughs) (laughs) pretty pretty meta yeah Sorry, I'm just I'm reading through the, some of the comments here, and apparently Tabari is claiming credit for booking you at the condo complex. So uh, I don't know if you've ever met Tabari, but good good fan <laughs> of the show here. Um, what's what's hey, up Bari. next for you here? Yeah, oh, Tabari, solid guy. Um, what's up next for you here in the next yeah, couple nice months guy. or things? Well, guys, um, absolutely nothing. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like any comedian that's going to go on and plug anything right now is psycho. Um, There's just nothing going on, nothing to do. So 
um, just trying to write, and that's why I really liked putting together the 2020 as a joke, because it can really show people, like, kind of this uh, thing that's going on in our industry where a lot of people are struggling and out of work, and, you know, I went from performing at a theater with Eliza Schlesinger to doing a clubhouse full of 60 people the next day, and the booker telling me that I was holding the mic wrong, so the ups and downs and the turmoil uh, emotionally of having this job uh, is a lot different than probably what a lot of people would expect. So nothing in the pipeline right now, as you may have seen at the end of the documentary, um, but a lot of Zoom shows and podcasts. So thank you for having me on. How did the Zoom shows work? Because, I mean, mean, I saw a, a couple of them, like, I guess around, but I mean, like, is it weird doing a Zoom show versus doing a live show? Yeah, um, you don't get that instant. I, God, every time you guys drink, I think you're drinking out of a candle. It's so funny, <laughs> it's so distracting. Like, what are you doing? Why are we not addressing this? Um, yeah, the instant. I've done a lot of corporate Zoom shows for people who are like, we'll 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 treat our employees to like a happy hour and comedians, and they're just typing the whole time. They're not. They're not. They don't care what you're doing. So you're just like, huh? Huh? How about that? boss that hired us right like you're just trying to do anything to connect with these people because you know nothing about them you can even be like what do you do for work because you know they hired you they're and then they're working the entire time so it's those have been a little weird but there there have been some really good ones too uh also a comment from uh the the facebook feed here biscuit saying he loves the gilder radner on the wall behind you thank you she's signed she's signed she's autographed yeah See now, aren't you so I glad that we didn't put up the was. green towel? Uh, yeah, uh, I mean she's People a household name, right? People to know I was serious. Yeah, yeah. I actually got to do a Gilda Radner benefit, uh, and I got to uh, do one of her bits on stage. I got to tap dance uh, in front of the creator of Love Gilda, the documentary. So, full circle moment for me there. That was a really fun show. That's so- awesome. So if you had your, your dream situation, would you ever want to do like an SNL or are you more of a, a stand-up comedian? Like what's, what is, where are you trying to go with this? Where, where are we going to see oh. Kelly in five years from now? <laughs> Construction site, flagger. <laughs> I hear they have a lot of good opium uh, on uh, those things. What? Oh, no, sorry. Opioids. <laughs> opioids. Sorry. Oh, that's much better. Yeah, cool, opioids, cool, cool, yeah. cool, cool, cool. Wait, opioids are cooler than opium? I feel like you get some credit, like, you know, smoking opium out of, like, a three-foot pipe. I don't know why you brought up either of them was why I was saying Because I read an article today about how <laughs> so the So anyway, Kelly, industry... that's your five-year plan. <laughs> Whoa. Woo! <laughs> Welcome to the show. Well, I'm clearly a fan of opium. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Um... I, Mike can probably attest to this. There was, like, this big, like, Sharks, Jets riff between, like, stand-up and improv people. Like, if you were good at one, you were really bad at the other. Like, we didn't cross paths. So I think I'm going to stick with stand-up because you can be more opinionated. Uh, and that's important to me <laughs> to alienate, uh, alienate people. You know, that's, that's um, funny. Yeah, I didn't I pick up. Know. I didn't pick that up at all from your, your documentary that you are opinionated and have feelings about things. That's, that's news. Oh, do you, want me to, do you want me to swivel over to my other poster? Sitting oh, right nice. here? Do you want yeah. To... Kidding. No, I mean, I didn't put too much in my act because I talk a lot about McDonald's. But yeah, I think it's important to like have a voice and have opinions on stage and for people to know who they get. I mean, 
you don't have to appeal to everybody at every single time. Is that what so, the Facebook is saying? <laughs> what are they saying? Do they like me? Uh, I want to be liked by everybody. Well, so the, the good news is, is if they hate you, then you're right on par with us. Um, and basically, there's nowhere to go from but up other than that. Red. No, let's not. Let's talk I about the uh, comedy. Oh, do we want to talk about how you shot people in their nachos with the Reds? <laughs> no, I want to talk about the the shows you set up in your backyard. Uh, are you going to oh, bring that you. back at all? I am. Yes. That actually turned out really well. So have a really cool setup in the backyard, able to maintain a very socially distanced audience and actually had comics who were coming through because Midwest is like a huge hub for comics. We all grew up here. That's why we're all right. funny. We're all pressing some shit. Uh, so they all came home and they're all like, let me do your backyard show. It was really fun. People could, you know, BYOB just buy a ticket to support the comics. Comics can get some of their merch sold. And everybody had a really good time. Like, I only had to, you know, yell at a neighbor once. So that was great. They were all super cool. Wait, what What did you yell at the neighbor for? Uh, I was like, either come in or... He was, like, <laughs> hanging out in his yard, like, heckling. <laughs> And I was like, you can come sit down or you can be quiet. Just but chill out. Have choice. Yeah, it was like Wilson over the fence, <laughs> but like super drunk. Oh, that could be. Oh, never mind. Super. Actually, Wilson could have been super drunk all these years. We wouldn't have never known. He could have been on opium. He could have been on opium. Yeah. So I, I got to ask with the backyard scene, because you had people standing up on that uh, that little like terrace or whatever. Do yeah. you have solid insurance? Because, like, I know what comedy shows yeah. are about, and the booze is usually flowing. I, I was a little worried mm-hmm. for you there. Yeah, we did trust falls at the end just to see who could get that work complaint. <laughs> uh, no, I was actually kind of worried about that when I first started because someone's like, oh, you can sell drinks. And I'm like, no, not having that life. Like, there was a lot of semantics I had to think of. And I come from uh, 12 years of insurance background. That's the job that I quit. I was a safety person. So just my nerd brain was like even more calculating and planning than I should have been. But they all turned out great. Yeah. No one, you know, got super drunk and everybody had a really good time. That looked, that nice. looked awesome. That looked a lot of fun. So I guess back to Scott's original point, are you going to bring that back when the, the season yeah, kind of turns? Awesome. Yeah. I got my own comedy club back there. No, I don't so hot- go anywhere. How do we get on the wait list for tickets there? Are there a season ticket package? Oh. Do you do mini deals? What's the deal there? Oh, great idea. That's a great idea. Actually, towards the end, if you had come to a bunch of shows, I gave discounts. So um, <laughs> I had a MailChimp. I had an email list. And then you can sign up on my website, Kelly Collect Comedy, and I would post things there. We did it all the way up until October until it started to get super cold. And I was like, I don't think anybody wants to be out here. And I don't even know if I do. Uh, but... They turned out great, and we had a lot of fun. And it was nice because people were really craving something to laugh at. They just yeah. needed something to do. Yeah, and if it could be outside and could be somewhere walkable where they could bring their own drinks, they're like, yes, let's do this. <laughs> I, well, I think that, I think that's what stuck out in, in your film is that as shitty as it was and as tough as it was in some of those scenes you were shooting, because you could tell you were just you were just talking from the heart of like where you were with it all. The, the reality and still kind of the fun part of life, like the uh, the scene where you and your friend are driving up to Indy, I think, on Women, International Women's Day, and then you get pulled over. Did you get a ticket? We did not. Hey, oh, my there gosh. you go. Like, I was so nice. Yeah, it was silver lining because I was 
Oh, I was struggling right when that happened. Apparently, that's a spot where a lot of people get pulled over. They need to change the speed limit signs there. Oh, no, you know what that was? You were on your way up to Bloomington, weren't you? Yeah, 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 for like just a brewery shift. One night, like we both probably lost money. We were calculating in the car. They're like, we're like gas, food, we're probably going to lose money. And then the ticket, and I was, as soon as I got pulled over, I'm like, I'm so in the red right now. And that was. One of the other things, like, to focus on the documentary, I want to be, like, I did want to give a backstory of, like, how much money I was losing constantly. <laughs> but I was like, well, let's just, uh, let's just focus on one thing if we can. But you got a great joke out of it. I did. That was very funny. Yeah. And I think it was important to kind of show, like, um, any kind of performer or any kind of person that walks into your life. Like, you have no idea what just happened, like, ten minutes before that. Um, so if someone's not responding typically or, you know, they might just be having a weird day. I think that was important to kind of tell the audience, like, here's what happened an hour ago. This is where I'm at in life. How are you? (laughs) Right. (laughs) Welcome 2020. Oh, Jesus. Scott, you got other questions before we shift the quick hitters? No, man. I was just going to say, I think it's about time we, we, we put her on the spot here and get these questions answered. The, the, the reason the reason you're on the show to help us answer some, some serious questions. <laughs> Burning and- questions. You guys need a woman's opinion on something? Okay. We absolutely do. Yes. All right. All right. And I think they all still apply for the most part. Uh, okay. But I, I think Mike is still with us. I see his beautiful, cleanly shaven face over there. Um, so as so soon I'm, as he starts the music, I'll, I was I'll answer say, the so, questions. Yeah. <laughs> Scott, do you want to read them off or? Uh, yeah, wait, I got them. We... Oh, you got you got the show notes up? Yeah, dude. Come on, man. I'm dude. prepared. I'm a professional, dude. What I did show doing? prep last week. Scott's got the notes in front of him this week. Uh, what is happening to this show? Every man? week, somebody else new saves uh, it. Oh, Jesus Christ! I have a question about the show. Does Mike talk, or does he just kind of? I guess Normally, it depends on us if his internet goes out because we're usually his oh, internet. Oh, is that what happened? Yeah, usually you know his what? internet's fantastic. You know what this is? This is Spectrum punishing you for shaving, Mike. Hmm. Yeah. All right. Good talk, Mike. I was gonna say I was. Yeah. Sort of, you, let's. Can we get a sentence? Let's just do a feature. I decided to be on the show, and he just ignored me the whole time. Well, He's very rude. And Scott and I had talked earlier about, you know, leaning into the whole fact that, you know, you've been at this a year in the global pandemic. You've gotten uh, a comedy special. You've performed at Taft's and basically kicked Mike's ass at stand-up comedy. But he's so (laughs) frustrated over there. We chose to not bring it up. So, uh, yeah, like he's usually the one driving this. And yeah, yeah. if he wasn't so pixelated, you could see how red he is right now in the face. (laughs) Like, yeah, your 2020 could have been way worse. You could have just been, you know, in your basement uh, co-hosting a podcast, like, you know, every Wednesday night. So oh, there's I tried. All- Believe me, well, if we're ready for these quick hitters, I think we should get into them. Might as well jump in because I don't think we're getting the music. I don't either. All righty, Kelly. Here we go. It's just the first thing that comes into your head. Don't think about it too hard. First question. Plain cake donuts. Yay or nay? Pancake donuts? No, plain cake donuts. Just regular old cake, cake donuts. donuts. Yay. Any donuts, yay. Nice. I think it's a yeah. pancake, and I was like, I need to try these. What are they? Uh, if there's pancake donuts, sign me up for those. Ooh, let's let's do a quick follow-up. And again, I think we talked about this earlier, but go to McFlurry flavor. All the flavors are on the M&M. board, even granola. M&M. M&M, for Jeez. sure. All right. 
Eminem, fair enough. All right, Jordan or LeBron? Jordan. Hell yeah. LeBron James played my high school for the Ohio State Championship, and I was at that game. Yeah, but your school won that, though. (laughs) I know, it was great, but it was still, I don't know, it was cool. And it's impressive you remember that, because I would have been blacked out just, you know, tweeting all this shit about LeBron that night. (laughs) (laughs) All right, bat flips in baseball, yay or nay? Uh, nay. Nay. Mm, yeah, that's a rough one. Bat flip where you flip the bat over? Yeah, no, like when you hit a home run and, and they flip the bat and the pitchers get all pissy about it. Right. Yeah, sportsmanship. Come on. I'm Nah, nah, nah yeah, it's so 2021. I'm you can flip your bat. 2021? <laughs> Didn't some guy, like, walk on somebody's logo the other day and he did, like, a warm-up on it and it was like, those are fighting words? Yeah, yeah that was some douchebag from Pittsburgh, right? <laughs> Here's the thing. You, you, you never know what team you're going to get traded to. You never know where you're going to end up. So why disrespect a team that you could be a part of later or people that can be in your life later? I just don't see the point of that. It, you know what, Mike? We needed to have a talk after this about who we book for this show because she clearly has too strong of good values and morals to be on here. She shouldn't be slumming around in the filth and muck with us. Who has forward thinking enough now? I know, right? I mean, I can get in the muck. I mean, I like soccer hooligans who headbutt. I'm just saying, like, with things like baseball and, and, and I don't know. I just think respect goes a long way. I like to watch those little videos on YouTube of like, um, like the guy who struck out his best friend for the state championship and then he goes over and hugs him. Like I've watched that video like 300 times. Like it's so good. See, but what you don't know there is as he's hugging him, he goes, I beat you motherfucker. You're, you're, <laughs> you're my bitch. Yeah. Not bitch. <laughs> All right. Do you button your shirt from the top down or the bottom up? Ooh. Oh, do I? Top down. Ooh. So at one point, there's like that weird Drew Barrymore, only my belly button exposed part. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's same vein. Do you zip your pants and then button or button and then zip? I zip then button. Hell yeah, you do. That's the way it's supposed to be. She doesn't have the hazard that we have. Hey, shut up. It doesn't matter. She correctly zips her pants. Be quiet. (laughs) Anyway. my life. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Are IPAs just pumpkin spice lattes for white dudes? Absolutely. Yeah, that's what the hell are you guys doing? <laughs> Grater's ice cream beer, artisanal <laughs> seasoning. Okay. Right. Um, is Die Hard a Christmas movie? No. Yes. Oh, goddamn right. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> is a hot dog a sandwich? Be careful. No, no, it's not. Absolutely well right. Well done. Absolutely right. Uh, chicken wings, drums or flats? Flats. Absolutely. Who correct. are eating these drums? Who? Who are you barbarians who put the entire drum in your mouth and lick it out clean? Knuckle draggers, that's who. Uh, pineapple pizza, yay or nay? Nay. Who are you? What have you done with our morals? <laughs> uh, and here's a very important one we need to know. Uh, Topanga or Kelly Kapowski? Kapowski, 100%. Fair. I mean, uh, both answers are acceptable, honestly. Bundy, right? if we're going up one. Uh, oh, Kelly Bundy. Wow. Yeah. Nice. All right. And then the one that tears America apart Coke or Pepsi? Uh, blah, 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 blah. RC Cola. No, uh, Coke, please. RC Cola. I would respect the RC Cola call. <laughs> I would have taken RC Cola over Pepsi. Pepsi is terrible and shouldn't. Should it we? really is. It's garbage. 
Yeah. I guess, nope. I guess we get Mountain Dew out of that, but at what cost, honestly? That's fair. So I was going to say, how, how much of that answer is tied to, or vice versa, the McDonald's affiliation you have? So would that have influenced your response at all? Absolutely not. My taste buds are the only thing influencing that. And Pepsi uh, tastes like, uh, well, I was going to say something. Say it. <laughs> We've you said to me instead of saying whatever is on your mind, and I was That's like, exactly the point. Then, well, you're in a safe space. Just That's say right. it. Think about what we say before we say it. Um, I was going to say crackhead saliva, but like I don't know what that would even. That's be. solid. Uh, it just That's was like the first insult that I could think of. I feel like uh, Jelly Belly has a new uh, a flavor. Crackhead saliva. What would that yes. taste like though, well, other than Pepsi? Pepsi. See, you know, but I've always heard that crackheads are all about the Mountain Dew, or is that the Methods? Methods for sure. Gotcha. All right. Well, before we move on to our next segment here, Kelly, you got anything you want to plug? Where can we find you on social? How do we get at you and see your your new content? Yeah, it's at Kelly Collette for everything. Um, I update my website sometimes. I usually hit up Instagram first. Um, nothing really going along at the time. Sorry. I wish I had something cool to plug. But uh, check back. Maybe. Yeah. Follow me. Maybe. I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll <laughs> tag her. I would say we'll tag you in the show because Colette could be hard for some of our, well, let's just be honest, all our fans to spell. Uh, But, you know, this has been great. I enjoy you you hanging out. Yeah, thank you for coming on the show. You can hear the rest of the garbage content we have. Um, (laughs) But, yeah, thanks for hanging out and joining us today and having most of the right answers with Quick Hitters. I appreciate that. You guys uh, stay safe and don't give Mike too hard of a time, all right? He's a nice guy. Well, yeah, but he shaved his beard and his internet doesn't work, so he loses out. I know. It's fine. After I strike him out, I'm just going to whisper in his ear, you suck. You suck. I got you. (laughs) You're still my bitch. I'll see you guys later. Thanks for having me. All right, Kelly. Thanks for being on the show. Appreciate it. Bye. Take care. Kelly Collette, everyone. Wow. Um, Man, that was fun. This is cool. That was good. I like him. I, I like interviewing comedians that actually, you know, go for it instead of, you know, dropping out and quit. Right. Exactly. And they actually stick to their dreams and really try to see it through to its natural end. I, I hate you guys. I, I hate mean, you hell, so much. That's probably why the. the... Wait, hey! what? Hey! Oh, Mike, what's up, buddy? I was, I was. Ozzy was so surprised that you're still on the show that he just lost his shit real quick. I think that, uh, <laughs> and, and it may still uh, go out. I think because that's we had four yeah. people on the uh, because we had four people on the Zoom, that's why it was uh, it was an issue there. So I, I had to just sit back. You guys did well. Congrats uh, on doing that. Good why work. did it choose the host? I don't know, man. I don't know. But I was just sitting yeah. here watching the. You're still a little froze, but let's. It's awful. Go ahead and uh, give it, Drew. Tell us about Bossman well, Brands. But more importantly, let's talk about Bossman Beards here because. Yeah, absolutely. No, they're a great sponsor. They've been with us for a while now, and we want to give a shout out to them because, you know, whether you're rocking that crazy quarantine beard, a tight five o'clock shadow, or that Mike Berlon special baby face, our friends (laughs) at Bossman Brand can help you out. From supplements to help your beard grow stronger and fuller to beards, oil, beard oils, pomades, and conditioners, Bossman Brand's four-step process will get your beard looking its best. And even if you don't rock a beard, they have razors and lotions to make sure your shave is smooth. 
smooth as the other side of the pillow. Head to craftbrewedsports.com slash beer to use the the code sports at checkout to get 15% off your entire order. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Mike wouldn't be looking as fresh as as he is today without Boss Man Beards. Check them out. You sell out. You said you said <laughs> boss man beards like four times in that, and it's boss man brands. Uh, so <laughs> I appreciate you trying, though, Drew. You're picking us up. I mean, we're having issues here. There's technical problems all around. Uh, so I appreciate you trying. That the worst was part is I was so proud of myself. I know you nailed the I read. Like, I, I mean, the you nailed right. the read. You just something here did not get well, the company you know, name right God at all. Uh, damn it! Not even not even a little bit. But I appreciate you trying. Uh, I feel terrible that I didn't get to talk to my friend Kelly at all during that Does, interview. Doesn't matter. Uh, it really sucks that I didn't get to talk to her at all. It, I. I love Kelly. Uh, I have done so many fun shows with her. I wanted to talk to her about our shows with Vic Henley. I wanted to talk to her about uh, a show that she did where she uh, emceed for Kenny Zimlinghouse, uh, another good friend of the show, and she dressed like Dorothy from The Wizard of Oz during the whole show. I couldn't do any of it. I had all this great stuff to talk about, but my internet sucks terribly tonight, uh, and I'm really pissed off about all this. Uh, I don't even know what you guys want to do. Like, do uh, it, the, you guys aren't going to be able to hear well, me the half the time. Like everybody is, else can kind of hear me, but we could you have her guys back maybe. You guys aren't even going to be able to hear me talk. This this you is going to be a terrible episode. Mike, I'll throw this out here real quick because we're troubleshooting live on air. We can hear you talk, but you're on like an FCC five second delay. <laughs> turn off your video. Turn off incoming video, and maybe Zoom will let us through. Oh, maybe. But if I turn off incoming video... Oh, you sound clear already. Oh, all right. Well, I hadn't done anything yet. But okay, I just stopped my video. Maybe that'll work. Is that better? You guys sounding good? Oh. Everything sounding good? Just put up Drew's headshot. It sounds, I was going to say, it sounds better. Yeah, well, you sound a lot better. <laughs> put up Drew's headshot. <laughs> Kelly, in Kelly the comments, just... I did. Yes, Kelly, you dress like Dorothy. <laughs> it was a, it was a Halloween speaks. show at... Uh, I was just going to say, in, yeah. <laughs> It was a Halloween show down in Newport, um, and Kenny Zimlinghouse was the, the headliner. It was actually, Drew, the night that Notre Dame played Oklahoma at Oklahoma, uh, and then we went over to uh, E's house afterwards, and I got blackout drunk. Oh, that drunk. was a great day. But uh, Kelly was like, hey, should should I dress up? And I was like, yeah, hell yeah, it's Halloween, do it. And then she was the only one in the entire crowd. Like, nobody dressed up. Kelly was the only oh, one. Uh, it was amazing. It was amazing. Absolutely amazing. No, I got to call you out for this, you dickhead, because during that game, Riddle lived with me. I know. I'm saying I went. To, oh, we were at Stanley. We but, went to Stanley. Yeah, but you said E's house, so apparently <laughs> I just hung out there. <laughs> Asshole. That's just a like when, when people ask your kids where they live, and they're like, we live at mom's house. <laughs> That's a fair point. Uh, that's my bad. That's on me. That's on me. Uh, you guys, you uh, it's guys, all good. It's all good. Uh, are we going to be able to do that hockey? Are we going to be able to do that? Is it going to be okay with my terrible internet connection? Can we do that hockey? I I, think uh, I thought okay. I, I thought our show usually went with uh, uh oh we sh- that's deck, right we got to do. Let's go about why like we, we should actually do, do our show. I know your internet's fucking up, but hey, let's, Scott, let's do our show the way we usually hey, do. Hey, Scott, can we, you're right. You're 100% right. Can we do this, though, real quick? Like, let's. Uh, uh, we had said before. What? We had said before that we were going to not call it Upper Deck anymore, that that was going to live in the past. Can we just change this back to Upper Deck? Can we please go back to just calling this Upper Deck? I, I'm fine with that. I don't care. Like, I, I, oh. I think it's stuck more. 
It's a it's a much better name. So let's get let's do some upper deck. Uh, we will we'll try to do upper deck here. Uh, Mookie, uh, I don't have any of the sound effects. I tried to kill everything off. So Mookie, you're up first. It, it's all good. Before we get back into upper deck, I gotta I gotta give Tabari credit for this because he goes frozen Berlin equals Notre Dame in the CFP. <laughs> you know, you, you got to give credit where credit is due. But uh, speaking of which, I just now realized I forgot which story I was going to do for Upper Deck. Um, oh, my God. This show is amazing. I know, right? No, uh, all joking aside, I don't know if you guys saw it, though. This week on Twitter, uh, it came out that Alex Smith's wife did something really special. Um I think we all are very well aware of his struggles coming back from that catastrophic injury. Probably the worst one that we've seen since uh, LT broke what's-his-face's leg in half and basically ended his life and his children felt the pain. Um, But during Alex Smith's recovery, he had one of those massive, nasty, crazy, robotic-looking leg braces. And after he got it off, unbeknownst to him, his wife actually took it to a local artist and had him turn it into a trophy that looks just like the Lombardi trophy to one remember, you know, to motivate him for the playoffs because the, the Washington football team somehow snuck in hashtag thanks Eagles um, and, and has a shot at making run the playoffs, but also to remind him of where he's been and what he's overcome just to get back on the football field. And, you know, this kind of stuff to me is the things that we need to make sure that we recognize, we elevate and we hold on to in these trying times as continually people seem to want to intentionally make our world a worse and worse place. We need to remember there are still things that speak of the glory and the beauty of humanity. And this is one of them. Alex Smith's wife going out of her way to make his leg brace into a Lombardi trophy is absolutely heartwarming and something that I think we can all identify with where everyone's been knocked down. Everyone's been at a point where they think that they're their life as they knew it may be over but the important thing is get back up there and understand sure maybe it's not going to be the way it was before but you can keep on and keep pushing through it uh kind of on the similar vein there was a story that came out today where um Roger Goodell, the robot himself, out of all people, actually floated an idea to the Super Bowl uh, committee chair saying that they're looking to try to figure out how they can get first responders and hospital workers that are vaccinated seats at the Super Bowl. And those would be essentially the only fans in the stadium uh, outside of, I think, of team personnel and, and family members as well. So I really hope the NFL does what's right and make sure that that can happen. Because, again, I don't know of anyone who deserves a special occurrence like that more than those kind of folks. So, you know, again, it's been a rough year. It's 2021. But let's make sure we don't turn it into 2021. <laughs> well done, Drew. Uh, yeah, well, well done. Uh, <laughs> I, we normally try to do something where like we can comment, we can like talk a little bit more, and but th- that at the end, just you got it. Well done, Drew. I I appreciate you, homie. Uh, I'll go into uh, my upper deck story. Matt Prater, kicker for the yeah, Lions. That was a bow. Uh, yeah, he wrapped that up so nicely. Uh, Matt Prater, kicker for the Lions, uh, had a contest with uh, the kicker for the Denver Broncos uh, for the 2020 season. Whoever ended up with the longest field goal at the end of the year, uh, that city would win Bud Light from Bud Light. Like, they would get some free beer from Bud Light. No details. Like, this was my favorite kind of bet because no, neither one of them knew what the terms were. Like, they were just like, I bet you I could kick a longer one. Cool. I bet you I could kick a longer one. Great. Uh, loser gets 
beer for the city, I guess. I don't know. We'll make Bud Light pay for it. So that's how they ended up doing it. Uh, and uh, <laughs> everybody commenting on the, the interruptions and the freezing is killing me right now. It's just a shot to my gut every time I see a comment come in. Um Anyways, uh, so the uh, Prater kicked in in week ten. He kicked a fifty-nine yarder. McManus for the the Broncos had a fifty-eight yarder in week twelve. Uh, but the, there was some drama in week seventeen. Week seventeen, uh, the Broncos lined up for a seventy-yard field goal against the Raiders. The Raiders blocked that what? kick, securing the win for Matt Prater oh. and Detroit. They have no idea when this will be paid out, how it'll be paid out. But Bud Light has said, "Yes, I will. We will give you free beer to Detroit." So congrats. To the city of Detroit, you get free piss water courtesy of Matt Prater kicking a 59 yard field goal for the win in week 10. There's your Super Bowl highlight, uh, Detroit. Scott, over to you, upper deck. So, what I want to know is would that field goal against the Raiders have changed anything in the game? Like, I don't would, believe would it so. Changed. No, I don't think they should have so. just let him kick it, man. Just go like old school, like practice, you know, take the snap. All the O line, D line stands up, just kind of touches each other's boobies and makes them feel good. And just let the dude try to rip it for 70 yards. That'd be awesome. <laughs> I would have been that beard of Flint. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> uh, all right, Scott, you're up. <laughs> I mean, uh, it was good. I like it. That was well done. You're all up. Right, well, I mean, Fair enough. All right, good. I just want to make sure it wasn't too soon. Uh, Drew decided he wasn't going to bring the soccer news this week, so I was like, I'll step it up. I mean, if this is going to be the last on deck or upper deck or whatever we were going to call it you know, before we switched back to upper deck, uh, we got to get a soccer story in there. So uh, I found this amazing soccer story. Uh, there is a, a footballer, I believe that's what you call him, right, Drew? Well said, yes. Yes, yes, a footballer over in uh, the U.K. She got cut from her team. Um, that's it. That's the story. All right, guys. It's next segment. No, uh, she got cut from her team, and uh, it was because <laughs> it was because she was on social media, um, like huffing a balloon, like inhaling a balloon, which is really weird. Uh, just like a uh, a helium balloon, like just yeah. Being who ridiculous. does that? I don't know, but like me when I was ten. But I also Pepsi, didn't do it while Pepsi I was drinkers. <laughs> yeah, I also didn't do it while I was driving and drinking champagne. Uh, and I'm also not a professional footballer, so I don't have to worry about getting cut from my team for doing dumb shit and putting it on social media. So she gets cut from her team, and the only logical thing that you would do after that, Drew, what would you do if you got cut from a team you were playing professionally for? And you're only 22, keep in mind. Hmm. Uh, poor Bleach on their field so they can't play anymore. Okay, that's uh, interesting. Nope, she decided she's going to start an OnlyFans account. And you're like, OnlyFans account for a soccer player? Well, uh, what do we well this particular soccer player named uh, Madeline Wright, uh, she has been confused by people, uh, even uh, th- this particular person, uh, as a porn star. There's a porn star, and I-, I wouldn't know who this is, never heard of her. Uh, her name is Katie Lulu? I don't know. I'm assuming that that's some type of uh, British porn star. Not sure. Never, never watched the stuff. I don't do. I don't do the smut. But anyway, Katie Lulu uh, apparently looks exactly like her, or her, or somewhat like her. So much so that uh, Katie Lulu even reached out to uh, Maddie Wright and said, "Hey, I don't know why everybody keeps confusing us, but uh, yeah, it's not me that's like putting this out there." Madeline Wright uh, blocked her on there, but. For only thirty-three dollars, 
you can join Madeline Wright's OnlyFans account uh, because that's what she's doing now. Because when life gives you lemons and, and gets you cut from the team, fuck it, just go start an OnlyFans account and charge people money to see you naked uh, or half naked. Her tagline, though, this is my favorite part. The tagline of her OnlyFans account is Angel Face, Devil Thoughts. So when uh, soccer kicks you in the nuts, fuck it, just go start an OnlyFans account. <laughs> <laughs> or when life kicks you in the nuts, just go start OnlyFans. I mean, it seems to be a way to go. I read an article right. earlier today I thought about doing, but it didn't really tie into sports, where a former uh, Bible-thumping preacher gave up her faith and became an OnlyFans stripper. And instead of making eighty grand a year, now makes hundred k a month. Well, and that's the funny part is that you know she's going to make way more money from this OnlyFans account than she ever did playing soccer. Because, I mean, if she got cut at 22, she probably wasn't that great anyway, even if it was for, you know, some dumb social media stuff. But, uh, I mean, if I could make $33 a pop from some horny UKers, I would do it in a heartbeat. Well, and that's the best part about OnlyFans. It's on the Internet, so it's just not horny UKers. It's horny. Anybody? (laughs) (laughs) Anybody. Yeah. But yeah, so there's your soccer news of the week since Drew can't keep up his end of the deal. Yeah, well, you know, it is what it is. Fantastic. I mean, as long as we carry that water each week. <laughs> we got to get a soccer story in there. Uh, well done, boys. Uh, that was Upper Deck brought to you by Boss Man Brands. Uh, Boss Man Brands, Drew. Boss brands. Man Brands. <laughs> you know, there's a lot of the same letters in that word. Yeah, not really. Uh, there's like, Boss Man the wrestler had a good beard. <laughs> You know, who doesn't have a good beard, me anymore. And apparently, I don't have good internet either. So, Spectrum can if suck it a dick. Feel any better? Spectrum's, um, Spectrum's had a, yep. had an outage earlier today, and they're still reporting higher than normal error rates. Well, so that's it. Then there's the fucking problem. It's been, people take over the capital, yep. and Spectrum has outages, and my life sucks because of it, and my sh- the show goes to shit. That's what happens. All right, uh, Scott. Uh, let's see. I did get this As back they up. Say hockey. Should we get let's ready do to do hockey. that hockey? Let's do that hockey. Right, let's do it. Uh, yeah, Scott, it's already faded. <laughs> let's do that. I hockey. had to cut away. Scott's getting uh, into character on the other. Years, uh, oh shit! I'm, oh, I'm trying to go. Fellas. I'm trying to go quick because. Whoa! Do that. Wow! This new... is where we need that that goal siren right yeah, here. Yeah, we this do. Shit is fire. I would look. Yeah. To, I would try to get it on YouTube, but I can't because I don't have good enough internet. Uh, Scott, let's talk World Juniors, baby. Uh, USA two nothing win over the Canucks. How how amazing was that game, dude? Uh, anytime we can beat Canada at anything, it's amazing. So hell yeah, USA, baby. <laughs> Except for today, like I, I don't know if I support the USA today, but. Most all well, the time. You in should sports. support us because I've never seen Canadian citizens get into their Capitol building. That's true. That's true. They can probably right? give us some lessons on how to keep average <laughs> Joes out of their Capitol <laughs> building unless they're invited there. Uh, who scored for the USA, Scott? Wow. Mm, the kids, because I mean that's what it's all about. It's the juniors, so uh, the, you gotta let the kids play. This is like Major League Baseball. Uh, you gotta let the kids play. So that's what happened. The kids scored all the goals, and uh, there was only two of them, but U.S. took home that gold, baby. <laughs> uh, are you surprised at the outcome, given you know the hype leading up to the game and the conversation between the teams? 
Look, I'm never surprised when the U.S. beats Canada at anything. Everybody makes a big deal about Miracle on Ice and all that other shit, whatever America does great at, uh, at hockey. But I'm not. I'm the, I'm the least shocked person in the room. It, it doesn't matter what what we're doing. America's the greatest on any sports sports arena. And so I was not shocked at all that we beat Canada. Canada's our hat, damn it. <laughs> You know what? That's a good point, too, though, because Miracle on Ice, Canada went nowhere to be found in all that business. Uh, hence why I said I was not shocked when we go against anybody. It doesn't matter if we're playing against Russia or we're playing against Canada. Those those uh, those countries that claim to have the fucking, you know, birthrights of hockey can suck a dick. It's, it's all about America, baby. Scott, do you have anything to say to Biscuit uh, when he mentions that your changing of clothes should be safe for your OnlyFans? Yeah, he owes me thirty-three dollars. <laughs> <laughs> That's a really specific amount. All right. <laughs> hey, if Maddie, if Maddie Ray can charge thirty-three dollars a month, so can I, right? I mean, hey, right? Go for it. Uh, so, Scott, what what do you think is the biggest takeaway from this World Juniors as it pertains to the NHL season? Uh, I mean, you know, it's seeing the future of the NHL and, and, and the fact that these kids that are, are playing aren't getting the, the, the time that they would have otherwise uh, from playing all the preseason and all that stuff. It's really important. So uh, it's it's good for them. You know, as much as Mike is furious over there, there's a part of me that thinks that this show has actually yielded some great content because we're getting roasted in the comments. And uh, Scott just said, this show is so frozen, Canadians feel right at home. <laughs> <laughs> that's true damn it that's what's killing me right now drew this, this it's such really good content nhl rosters at all i mean uh uh what do you just keep talking yeah, it's content. it's a delay it's there's such good content nobody can fucking hear us move on i'm not gonna talk the rest of the show i'm just gonna sit here and be fucking pissed all right fine <laughs> i was like what was mike trying to say did he come out of the tunnel or He's in a cave. He's in a cave of emotion. Let's just. But yeah. On. Anyway, I mean, these kids getting to get some puck time is good for them. The, you know, there's less time on the ice for them these days with you know less games this season and everything. So I mean, it's good for the future of the NHL because you got to put those you got to put those guys that are going to be the face of the league out there some way somehow. Wait a minute. So you you think that this is actually good for American hockey because you'll see these guys play in the NHL next season? Look, I know none of those guys are going to be in the NHL anytime soon. I'm saying it's good for hockey in general when you can get these names out there in front of people. And then that way, later on, it's like, oh, I remember that guy from, you know, that World Hockey Championship thingy. Really? Because I'm pretty sure that everyone in Team Canada was drafted in the first or second round within the last three years of the draft. Look, let's not talk about the past. We're here to talk about the future. Okay, that's fair. So what do you think the future of uh, USA hockey looks like now after this? Fucking fantastic. Haven't you seen us? We're, you know, we won the Olympics not that long ago. Uh, we're, we're, we're winning this. I mean, future is bright. I mean, worst we're going to do is finish bronze. So, you know, third best in the world ain't the worst. Mm, but I thought you just said that we're America. Aren't we, you know, Ricky Bobby style? If you ain't first, you're last. I mean, that's usually true, but, you know, we got those warm weather hockey bastards bringing us down. So every now and then, you know, we, we suffer a setback. But, you know, Canada and Russia and the like, they've got the, the cold weather all year round. So, of course, they're they're able to, to skate whenever they want to. But we insist on putting hockey in warm weather cities. Then, you know, we're going to have to suffer those third place setbacks every now and then. 
Okay. All right. So what are you uh what are you looking forward to or what are you watching most closely as you get into uh the start of the season here in about a week? Holy shit, I'm looking at these new divisions that are now being sponsored. Like we talked about having the uh sponsorships on the the, the helmets. Now they've went and sponsored the the divisions. Like what what the hell is that shit? I think it's a great move, honestly. Uh, to me, it makes a lot of sense. They're trying to claw back some revenue they're going to lose out on all these ticket sales. So, you know, why not sponsor the divisions? I mean, I guess it's just a weird thing. I mean, you know, I, th- this is the first time uh, any professional sports has done this, right? I mean, I haven't seen this even in soccer, and they've got advertisements every fucking where. Well, soccer does actually sell the naming rights to their leagues, but that's no, well, we'll that's just gloss a, over that. Well, point. yeah, no, and the leagues, not the individual divisions, though, right? Yeah, uh, soccer doesn't have divisions because we have two champions. Look, man, I'm a fucking hockey guy. I don't know anything about the football. I just know that Matty Ray got kicked off the team. Uh, Who? What? Who got kicked off? Weren't you paying attention in an upper deck? Maddie Wright got kicked off the team, and that's why she's got an OnlyFans account. Keep up, man. Damn. No, I had her slotted in as a uh, you know uh, celebrity personality now more than you know football uh, player. Yeah, celebrity personality. So we got the four divisions though. We got the Western Division uh, sponsored by Honda, uh, the the Central Divisions sponsored by Discover, the Eastern Divisions sponsored by Ma- Mass Mutual, and uh, in the the Northern one, the, they've got some Canadian sponsor, and I don't really care to talk about them. It really doesn't matter, right? Because at it the end of the day, matter. they're basically giving nothing to the league with those Canadian dollars. They're they're worthless, more or less, right? Goddamn right. The conversion rate ain't worth taking. Actually, Scott, what do you think they're paying their sponsorship in? Mm, loonies and toonies. Oh, I kind of figured there'd be like a, a Molson kicker, maybe some maple syrup or something. Nah, they're they're bringing over big bags of loonies and toonies, and they're like, good luck with that. I cannot wait to see Bettman's face on that when he realizes I gotta roll all these motherfucking coins. <laughs> I would pay I would pay that they could put that on pay-per-view, just watching Bettman roll loonies and toonies for hours. Oh, I'd watch that live stream for hours, man. That's a great idea. I'd pay idea. thirty-three dollars to watch that on OnlyFans. Fuck, Scott. You just said that this show is so choppy it makes Xavier's offense look good. Dude, they're roasting us in the comments. Holy crap. I know, right? But, you know, at the same time, maybe we should do this more often. Um, now, it's funny that you brought up the, the divisions being sponsored. We had a little chat earlier this week where we were saying, you know, this is a great idea. We think everyone should do it. But, you know, how would this play out in the other major sports? Um, I think Mike had submitted some ideas we could go over for him. Uh, but at the same time, Scott... Where where do you think this would land, or how do you think this would play in American sports? Mm, I don't think it matters what I think anymore when it comes to it, because it would be just like it always is. We'll bitch about it, and then the next thing you know, we'll still be watching it, because that's just how it goes. Gotcha. So, Scott, if you were going to name the NFL divisions, how do you think those sponsorships would break down? We're already switching on to NFL. I thought we were still you, doing the hockey. Well, you brought up the division namings. That was going to be our transition, our play in. I man. know, but I'm just saying, you just like, it was a hard left turn. Like, usually I wait for the, the transition out. I mean, hold on. I got another $33 wardrobe change. So you got to give me a second. Oh, okay. All right. I guess I'll go ahead and take point here because As one of my sponsors hockey, or sponsors. Let's do that hockey. Actually, you know what? We should have sponsors like AA sponsors. Do you ever think about that? <laughs> 
Hey, we did that hockey. Let's go, team. Um, so, yeah, so we were talking earlier this week about, you know, how this was a great idea for the NHL that, to let these divisions be sponsored so that every time someone said, you know, the Western Conference East Division, they would have to read Honda or whatever the shit else it was. But kind of figuring how would that play if we applied it to the other big, big major sports? Uh, so I'm going to go ahead and jump in with with my baseball takes here, because let's be honest, if there's anyone on this show that knows baseball, it's me. And <laughs> absolutely, you're the baseball absolutely. authority like I know hockey baseball expert over here, baby. So looking at the different divisions, the way that I see them breaking down, it actually makes a lot of sense. I think there's some really good opportunities here for, you know, those rich OWGs to go ahead and make back some of the money they lost this last year by letting their divisions be sponsored. So I'm going to go ahead and start off with the AL and, and, you know, Let's be honest here. Let's just go east to west and make it simple. So honestly, looking at it, I think the AL East, really, they should be sponsored by Jersey Shore Family Vacation. Because when you think about it, they're basically the same group. Because nobody likes them. They're super annoying. They're gross. They're extra tan. They're super fake. You're only friends with them if they're your friend. But at the same time, they will not go away which is why there is just a natural partnership there between the AL East and the Jersey Shore. Shifting over, I mean, right, it kind of makes sense. Uh, shifting over a little bit more to the central, that one to me is, is it's a little disheartening, and it hits home because, you know, this is my hometown, this is where I'm from, but the AL Central really should be sponsored just by the big three auto companies. Because they've been around forever. They're struggling and scrapping to stay relevant and still stick around. And they just haven't quite completely died off yet. And they want to pretend like they're still relevant. So to me, that's why the AL Central really deserves the sponsorship of a Ford or a GM. Because it really just makes sense when you put it all together. Um, And the AL West, easiest one by far. They're the sports books. They're Bovada. They're 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 MGM grand because between the Astros cheating like it's their job. <laughs> oh wait, it is actually. Uh and the A's using computers to figure out how the hell to play baseball, they basically are Vegas epitomized in baseball teams. So that's why to me the AL West would go ahead and, and be sponsored by the sports books in Vegas. Um Scott, before I do the NL, you want to jump in with some of yours? Yeah, well, I figured I'd go ahead and do the AFC uh, picks since you went with the AL. Uh, I've got four divisions, though, instead of the three because that's how football rolls. Uh, But I I was also going to name the conferences. So the AFC conference is now... Wait, wait, wait. Uh, I was saving that for after the divisions as like a wrap-up. Oh, okay. Well, I'm going to go ahead and do mine really. You, you can do that. Sounds you great, want. Scott. I appreciate you driving your segment like this. No problem. Uh, so I'm going, it is no longer the, or it can be the AFC presented by CTE. So we're doing the CTE <laughs> conference. Uh, and in the CTE East, I have them being presented by Hellman's. I mean, look, up there with New England, they're white as mayonnaise. So that's definitely <laughs> got to be the Hellman's division up there uh, in the AFC East. Um, the AFC or the CTE North is uh, presented by Amtrak. 
and people would be like, why the hell would they be presented by Amtrak? Well, it's a, always a train wreck in the AFC North. Uh, it, it's just a, a clusterfuck of teams. They're either being super racist as the Steelers or super shitty as the Bengals and the Browns. And it's always just a, a train wreck. And then there's the, the Ravens who sometimes rise above, but sometimes, you know, they, they, they hang out with the muck the Browns and the uh, Bengals. So the <laughs> the AFC North is now the CTE North, and it is presented by Amtrak. Uh, for the CTE South, I went with uh, Bo Jangles. And I just did that because fuck you, Jerry. Um, you can block me on Twitter all you want, but uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to eat at Bo Jangles. And, and I also just like the idea of all of the announcers and any NFL personnel having to say, this is the CTE South. Let's check out the standings presented by Bo Jangles. <laughs> and uh, I, I just think that would be hilarious to ha- have happen on TV. And finally, for the uh, CTE West, I'm going with Tampax. And that's because two of the uh, biggest uh, AFC West fans I know are a couple of little bitches. And uh, they need some tampons. So I'm going with tampon, <laughs> Tampax spans- sponsoring the uh, C- yeah, yeah, sponsoring the AFC or CTE West. So that's, it's funny you say the Bojangles one because I don't know if you knew this, but they actually sponsor a NASCAR race. So every year there's the Bojangles 400. Oh, well, there you go. But it makes a lot of sense for NASCAR. Now, have you ever actually had Bojangles? I have. I had it for it breakfast good? once. Yeah, it actually is really good, but I, I can only attest to having a breakfast sandwich. So I feel like with a name like Bojangles, you would have to be solid. Which also, there is there any implicit reason why Bojangles is a dirty word or makes me think of dicks and balls? Or is it just a word that sounds like dick and balls? It is. Which, again, I can just see Al Michaels talking about Bojangles on air and just makes me giggle. That's fair. Now, I heard Mike giggling there in the background. Do you want to take a swing at yours or do you want us to read them out for you, bud? Uh, I'll go. You guys, I mean, I'll start talking okay, now. Okay, sounds you won't great. Be able so to hear Mike me. actually <laughs> took the NBA. <laughs> oh, no, go, go. Just fuck. I'm not talking anymore. Just go. Yeah, so we'll punt on that and I'll go ahead and read out Mike's. I'll read. <laughs> The, t- the delay is the best part. <laughs> it really is. It's like an FCC five-second delay. So so Mike went ahead and, and took the NBA for us and was naming those divisions. Um, and, and he said, and he started off with the Eastern Conference with much, much respect here, uh, calling the Eastern Conference the Biggie Smalls Conference. Solid name. All right, be honest. Lee, I like that. I would throw in on that Kickstarter for sure. And Fuck Adam Silver, Adam Silver's cool enough that he'd probably do that now just for the shit of it. Honestly, I feel like that'd be a great PR move, but, you know, it is what it is. Uh, so he actually, he called the Atlantic Division. He said it's the Atlantic Division of the Eastern Conference presented by Street Meat. That's right, because it's a bunch of gross-ass cities, and all they really do or they're known for is eating meat warmed up in a cart outside of an office building that, like, let's be honest, it's crawling with maggots. But you know what? Everyone loves it. <laughs> After that, he has the Central Division. Motherfucker, of course. That's, this is this is today. This is 2021. Baby. This is what we're here for. Sneezing live on air. I mean, right? I didn't even bother to try to mute because I got the notes up. I can't, oh, fuck all this. Central Division presented by Flying J. Because outside of Chicago, 
everyone wants to just drive through these cities and get on to their actual destination. Uh, and so that's why it would be the Central Division in the Eastern Conference presented by Flying J. Last one, Scott, I see you in here now. You want to take the Southeast Division? Yeah, no problem. Uh, the Southeast Division, Mike, has presented by my fan, my favorite, and everybody's favorite, Michael Jordan. And that's because it's the only way he'd be able to own the division, which is sadly true because, you know, yeah. as an owner, he's not great. I love you, MJ. Peace, love. Uh, so I'll go ahead and wrap back around to, to my, my Major League Baseball ones. And, and All right, I'll now you better be and... careful. You better be careful with this because now you're treading, treading on uh, Mike and Scott, territory. Scott, here. don't. Don't worry, buddy. I got you. I actually right. thought about you explicitly here when I named your division. Now, I do want to go back and say what I was going to name the AL or, or who would sponsor the AL would be Weight Watchers Plus. Uh, because with all those fat ass <laughs> designated hitters floating around, they need someone to help out with their waistline. So the AL would be presented by Weight Watchers Plus now on your iPhone and Android device. I like that one. I mean, right? I thought I like that was solid. Um, so the NL, though, uh, we're going to go ahead and start off, obviously, with Scott's NL East here. And honestly, this one was easy. It was simple. It deserves no explanation whatsoever. Magic City Kitchen. Hell yeah. So enough said, right? Yeah. I don't, you don't even need a follow-up. Just Don't, don't even need to see this. Um, NL Central now, on the other hand, and, and this is one where, where Mike may take offense, but at the same time, I think he knows what's up. Um, Rumkey? Ooh, close, but not quite. <laughs> the NL Central would be sponsored by uh, More Labs, more specifically Morning Recovery. Because Hell yeah. if you live in any of these cities, you're probably perpetually drunk anyways. Because either A, you live in a shithole like Cincinnati or Pittsburgh, or B, you live in Chicago. It is what it is. That's fair. Right? Uh, and then, of course, the NL West. Now, this one to me is the absolute easiest one to, to, to figure out even easier than magic city kitchen. Cause I did actually have to Google what that was called. And what what's funniest to me is now there is something in my Google search history that is lemon pepper wings stripper. Cause that's how I find the name. This one, I, I mean, didn't even need to do any research. I knew what it was. The NL West is going to be sponsored by magic Johnson <laughs> because that way he guarantees himself a ring. If any of the teams from that division win the title. Now, you wrap all of those together, and it bubbles up to be what the NL's sponsorship is as a league, and that is Disney, because it's all magic, but at the same time, it's all a front for them to just continue to launder money in ways that seem legitimate so that you don't really know what's going on underneath. Yeah, I was thinking it would be a great sponsorship for Disney to get in on the MLB because all of their classics are old as fuck and uh, they're trying to stay hip, but they usually can't. See, and I'm glad you said that, Scott, because that actually ties into who I say should sponsor Major League Baseball overall. Because the state of the game, where they're at right now with the labor disputes, racial inequality, competitiveness of game, pace of play, there's really only one sponsorship that could save this entire sport. And that's Elon Musk. Because he's going to send it to the moon or Mars? No, because he's the only one with creative, innovative, radical thinking enough to save this shit-ass sport. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, as much as I love baseball, it's probably just fucking dead in the water. I mean, basically, right? But Very hey, if anyone can do it, it'd be Elon Musk. Me um, watching somebody else's MLB package one game at a time. 
So how many packages do you watch on a normal basis? Because I watch subscription TV, but not packages. No, I meant just the MLB package, like all the games. <laughs> I don't pay for that shit no more. Oh, like hell that. no. Who the fuck does? That's what the yeah, so then for. I get it for. It's like... I think those I think those are, those are solid sponsorships for the MLB. I'll go ahead and give my uh, NFC uh, sponsorships, and uh, I, I'm going to say that the conference is actually called Israel. So you got the AFC is the CTE conference, and in the NFC, it's the Israel conference. So uh, the like NFL Israel? Con- no, 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 like is real so like you know how roger goodell dis- tries to deny the fact that cte exists and they're like well oh, so okay. now they can't because when you look at the standings it'll say right there at the top cte mm. is real so the in the Israel conference we have the former nfc east is now being presented by depends because they all played like shit in the NFC East. So I figured Depends would be great. Plus, I get an idea. Jerry. Jerry would really uh, benefit from uh, a Depends sponsorship because uh, he ain't getting any younger and, and, and you know, as feeble as he well, is. But, but you did hear that he finally won a title, right? Uh, for what? They won the 2020 NFL attendance title. Oh, yeah, I did see him bragging about how they were still able to fill up the, the arena during COVID. And he didn't he say something about having record numbers during a pandemic? And I'm like, don't they not usually record yeah. those type of things or something stupid like that? Either way, yeah, one would think it has an asterisk, I believe, is what it's called. Or, or as some may call it, a Houston. Mm, fair enough. Uh, and the NFC North is presented by Culligan. Because look, man, this is the second time I'm making this joke, but we got to get Flint water, man. So Detroit, take it back to Flint. We're going with Culligan to sponsor the. the so like every time they'd be like, "Hey, Culligan, man," and then we could get clean water up to Flint somehow because it, it's clear that our government isn't going to. So mm-hmm. Culligan sponsoring the NFC North uh, and the NFC South, uh, the Viagra. The, the, the Viagra division, because with Drew Brees and Tom Brady, I, I feel like they have a problem getting it up. Uh, they definitely have a problem taking it deep these days. Uh, we've, seen, we've seen the results on the field. Their deep ball is no longer a thing. So I figured Viagra could help out the, the geriatrics down there in the NFC South. And uh, ironically, I'm stepping on, a, I'm kind of stepping on, I saw one of Mike's sponsors for his other ones. Uh, I have the NFC West being sponsored by In-N-Out, because I mean, fucking best burger joint in the country so all the haters can suck it so the nfc west will be brought to you by in and out besides the only three teams uh that matter in that division are all in california anyway and then the other one we don't fucking care about so the nfc west is presented by in and out burger oh boy all right we're oh uh we're getting last minute uh last minute eds here but we're gonna jump back into mike's nba sponsors here and and again keeping with the theme from earlier which i think is a solid solid pick the western conference shall now henceforth be named as the tupac conference and again adam silver is all on board with that guarantee it we could probably get him to do that today Right. Well, actually, if we're going to do anything today, we need to pour one out for our boy, Dr. Dre, who, by the way, I've heard is resting easy, feeling a lot better and on his path home in the next couple of days. So peace, love to you, doctor. Um, So Mike's got the Southwest division in the Western Conference of the NBA being sponsored by none other than in and out because it'd be great for Dallas or Houston to have a claim to claim the in and out championship. 
I, I love his thinking with that. That's that's solid because they're all about the Whataburger there and uh, the big D. So having having to suffer the fact that they have a foreign burger joint mucking up their works, I like that. Man, do you think that would end up being a situation where it's like you know Ohio State playing that school up north where they like cross out all the M's and stuff? Nah, because eventually Texas would just come around and realize, holy shit, In and Out is way better. We were dumb. Oh, that's a good point, because if they're sponsoring you, they're going to get you your food down there. That makes a lot of sense. Hell yeah. Uh, the Northwest, another solid call, because obviously the Northwest should be sponsored by brawny paper towels. We consider all the <laughs> lumberjacks and shit up there. That makes all the sense in the world. I, I love Mike's justification for it. It's just, just lumberjacks and shit up there. <laughs> I mean, what else do you need to say, right? Lumberjacks, flannel, <laughs> denim. It just makes all the sense in the world. I mean, I, I enjoy the, the logic. It's just a funny way to put it. Just yep, just lumberjacks and shit up there. Oh, absolutely. And and last but not least, in the Western Conference, or I'm sorry, the Tupac Conference, uh, Mike has the Pacific Division being sponsored by Ryan Seacrest Productions because he owns all of California anyways, might as well own this too. Mm, solid reasoning. Right. I like it. So I think those are honestly really good suggestions for ways that you know, other sports could take a note out of the NHL's playbook and recoup some of those massive ticket losses that have their sports on the edge of falling over and folding. I feel like more of these are winners than they are losers. That's for damn sure. I especially like depends for the NFC East. Yeah. See, I almost went with the depends, but, uh, I just, it didn't sit right, but the NFC East is absolutely well, you'll sit right if you have some depends. You know, I've always wondered, like, how poofy are those things? Because, like, when kids be wearing diapers, like, they got a fat ass no matter what. And those things look gigantic. Right? Like, how do you, do you got to buy, like, another, like, uh, uh, pant size or two to wear those? Hmm. I know you can't be fat. There's a part of me that just say, you know what, I'd rather pee my pants. Well, I mean, that's what depends are for. I mean, you can pee in your pants. But you're just saying straight jeans. Is it? Should that be one of the new uh, quick hitters? Pee in your pants or pee in the pants? <laughs> pee in your pants or wear the pants. <laughs> and I think we're all witnessing tonight the problems that occur when we don't have Mike here to drive this show with us well, two idiots around. Well, it's not only that. The, the production value. It's like me and you doing a podcast in a fucking phone booth. And there's just me and you and us breathing. I know. It's so quiet. It's eerie as fuck. The other thing is, I feel like my confidence is taking a serious hit because Mike is always good for a media laugh. You know what I mean? He's always there for that at a press conference that someone makes a really bad joke, but the media laughs at it anyways because they need to be <laughs> able to the like... media laugh guy. Right, he is the media laugh for us two fucking idiots who don't know shit about comedy. Mm, that's fair. Yeah. Well, that's cool because, you know what, since he can't talk, we're just going to say, Mike finished dead last in this season's picks, guys. It was was really fucking weird, but he was goddamn awful in his picks. So we don't need to really talk about what happened the rest of the season. Just know that Mike finished in dead last. So when he's back next week or when he can talk next week, uh, he will be getting some type of punishment. Drew and I will be thinking long and You're wrong, motherfucker. uh, 12 and 8, 1, bitch. And the only way he's going (laughs) to... <laughs> oh, you spoke up for that. I, I knew I'd get him out. Somehow. Oh, there he goes, putting the standings up. God damn it. Oh, don't uh, go. Picture this motherfucker. 
<laughs> yeah. Well, you know, we really can't we can't argue with that now because there's numbers on a screen, right? Yeah, well, I didn't finish last, so I've got that going for me. You know what we could do, though, Scott? We could just, why don't we just storm Mike's house and hold it hostage until he changes the results of the picks this year? Yeah, I hear that works, too. Right? Why not? Uh, so given that we're, we're kind of at, you know, almost 90 minutes here, we won't rehash all the terrible picks Mike made while Scott and I continue to rake up the dough. Uh, but let's take a look forward here to the CFP national championship game here. I pulled some prop bets heading into this game this week that I was going to throw out to you guys here and, and get your picks on them. Um, so I had a couple of different layers, different difficulty levels and all of that. Uh, given the way this show's gone, fuck all of that. I'm just going to go with the radical, crazy-ass ones and throw them out there. So, uh, Mike, wherever you are, because I know it's going to take you longer to respond, pick a number one through three. Three. <laughs> he picked how, three in the duck. <laughs> I was going to say, how much... How much dead air is bad today? I was watching the doc and I just saw, saw three pop up. <laughs> oh, I love it. Hey, you know, we're nothing if not uh, uh, okay, resilient cool. so, and adaptable. So then since you're making the picks, this is where you, no matter what number Mike picked, you just make up some bullshit fucking thing and it, it'd be real shitty for him, right? That's what he did to us. Fuck you, Scott! What do you got for him? Oh, oh. <laughs> the best part is for that to come in when it did he started that sentence yeah. like five seconds early too i was just gonna say like as soon as Scott i started, started talking, talking he was yep. like eh, i'm just gonna hit a fuck you just in case <laughs> totally fair yeah uh, right. i, I uh, earned that one yeah uh so all right here here's here's I'll give him – you're going to get the, the parlay because I changed my mind. I put work into this. I spent a lot of time today thinking about this. So, Mike, since you picked three, I'm going to give you three shots. We'll read them in the doc as you type your answers in there. The simple one, level one, team with more sacks, Bamaro, Ohio State. The second one, will there be a targeting penalty? Um, That's a and prop they- bet? Yeah, bro, I can make prop bets on anything, man. I'm a oh, you, wait, here. no, 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 hold on. You made these up or these? I thought these were actual prop bets. So the first two are, the third one's complete bullshit. Okay, gotcha. So the first one being, uh, again, team with more sacks for the entirety of the game. Second one being, will there be a targeting penalty? And then the third one... Over under references to Saban's daughter tweet at a half. 0.5. One half. So Mike's going with Bamba for more sacks. He's going with no with a targeting penalty. And he's going with the over. So they're definitely going to talk about Nick Saban's daughter tweeting. Yeah. They, Boy, I'm going to do it at least once. Yeah, I'm really glad I didn't lean on her for, you know, like a celebrity reference or anything. But uh, Scott, your turn now. What's left now is number one or number two. That's how that works when you pick a number one through three, huh? Okay, yes, I sir. guess I guess I'll go with one. Go with one. All right, Scott. Uh, your first one is first score. Is it a touchdown, field goal, or safety? Is this for the Bama Ohio State game specifically? Yeah. 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 Okay. Sorry. This this is all for the CFP. My apologies. Oh, okay. Mike, uh, you're yeah, taking yeah. notes. Cool. Yeah. Uh, Bama touchdown. Cool. You don't have to call the team. You just had to call the Titans. Oh, no, I know. I, I just wanted to make sure everybody you knew that. to throw it in there extra. All right, yeah, cool. Bama's going to get the first touchdown. Bama and, and touchdown. They're awesome. going to have more touchdowns. 
in this game. Lots, lots of touchdowns, but Ohio State can kick all the field goals. Got it. Um, so the second one, more rushing yards. Uh, Trey Sermon or Najee Harris? Uh, Sermon. All right. Last one. What is going to be the color of Gatorade dumped on Nick Saban at the end of the game? Mm, we're going with blue. Blue. Solid choice. Red is the statistical highest number uh, of flavor, but also a good choice in blue. Cool. So uh, let's see here. Yep, Mike's got all those noted. Um, he's also curious as to why you're picking blue. But, you know, that's... <laughs> Did you, you asked me what flavor, and I said blue. <laughs> no, I said what color. Oh, did you? Okay, for, yeah, for yeah, a second, yeah. I realized, when he said what, my thought was, ah, shit. He just asked me what flavor, and I said blue like a toddler. Yeah, that yeah, shit happens. All right, so I've got number two here. Uh, the first one is highest scoring quarter. I'm going to go with. Wait a minute. Fourth. Hold on. Back up. I want to change Whoa. it. Can I go you orange? change what? I want to go orange. Fuck you want to go orange, not red? I want to go orange. Yeah, not gonna red. go orange. Orange. Okay. Is that because it's a flavor and not just a color or because it rhymes with nothing? Nah, because I feel like that's one of the most common Gatorade flavors for fucking sports. Mm. Well, you're wrong, but that's okay. Yeah, that's fair. Um, all right, cool. So uh, my first one is the highest scoring quarter. And, I, and again, this is cumulative between the two teams. I'm going to go with the fourth quarter on that one. Um, and then the second one is, does Jalen Waddle catch a pass? Just catch a, make a reception. Um, I'm going to say no. He's going to probably try to get on the field. He's going to test that ankle out. He's probably going to be more of a decoy than anything else. I don't think he's going to catch a pass. Um, and then this last one, which I really wished one of you guys would have gotten instead of me, uh, is why didn't you just pull a mic and make sure one of us got it instead of you? Because unlike some people, I a have a soul and B, I don't have fucking do that, bitches. Mm, fair enough. I just wanted I to know your answer. Yeah, good answer. Uh, time until the fat Buckeye appears on TV post kickoff, and you all know who I'm talking about. That motherfucker who's got nothing else to live for in his life but to be, you know, the dude with the most chins, painting his face, wearing all his crap. I'm gonna go seven and a half minutes in. Hmm. Oh, also, Price is Right rules on this one. Well, okay, now i got to ask you. When you say seven and a half minutes in, do you mean seven and a half minutes of game time or just seven and a half minutes into the broadcast? No, I'm sorry, seven and a half minutes in the broadcast. That's, that's yeah, fair. Yeah, because I was going to say, I was like, I, was like yeah. I feel like seven and a half minutes on a broadcast, that that would be about the latest they show them. I, I wouldn't be right. shocked if it happened right. before. Right. We kick off, go to commercial break, we run a serious commercial break, and then his fat ass is there on the rejoin. Yeah. I hate that guy. I don't know why. I You're talking about the dude that wears the cowboy hat and the, the sunglasses, the, the buck nut dude, the black dude? Is that the one you're talking about? No, 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 no. The, the, the fat white guy that's bald and actually... Oh, he's, the other he's so, asshole. Yeah. He paints his fat fucking neck as opposed to just, like, I don't know, losing weight and being healthy. He embraces it and paints himself. Yeah, Mike wanted to know, and I, I started to ask you that when you said that. I was like, are, are they allowing fans? Like, how many do they allocate it, it, besides, like, family members? Well, and Gabe had the same question in the chat, but, like, that's immaterial in my mind. He he will find a way to get his fat fucking ass on the <laughs> broadcast. Wow. Wow. 
All right. Well, it might be time to wrap it up because, as Scott said, this show without Mike is drier than a nun's dot, dot, dot. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's rough when there's no sound effects. And then again, it's just me and you in a phone booth. Yet there's still five other people watching the live stream. So, hey, go us. Uh, Yeah. I'm actually kind of impressed that there's still people watching. It it could be a lot worse, right? Um, Man, normally this is the point uh, where we go ahead and, uh, well, since we definitely didn't talk about on uh, Beer Drop during On Deck, we might as well do it now. And this time I'm going to read very slowly and carefully to talk no, about No, bullshit. How... Get out of my way. Do you want... Get it, Scott. <laughs> do you want award-winning craft beers delivered straight to your door starting at under $4 a serving? Our friends at Beer Drop can hook you up. Fill out your favorite flavor profile, sign up for one of their monthly plans, and they will curate a box of fresh award-winning craft beer that will be sent straight to your door. I really need to do this because I'm running low on beer. I was just uh, thinking the same thing. <laughs> you can swap out beers, add more, or even skip a month. And if you don't like the commitment, who does, you can still go and order delicious beers to be delivered right to you. Just go to craftfoodsports.com slash beer drop for $5 flat shipping. That's craftfoodsports.com slash beer drop. Sell out. There it is. I was waiting for it. Oh boy, uh, man! Holy it's shit! Been... Spe- you know what? You know what? We should have had one of these fucking shitty divisions uh, sponsored by Spectrum because their fucking internet is garbage. I don't get it either because I don't think we had any problems until he went live. Like these motherfuckers couldn't handle all of a sudden a stream come out of Mike's basement. Well, no, we've had issues before, but I, I've never, I've never noted noticed where it was like uh mic shit cut out and, and just specifically because we had a guest like we've had guests i don't know no it's it's clearly not because of kelly who is obviously an amazing guest brought a lot of quality content kelly to the show. was fucking awesome I'm yeah glad she can't wait be. to have her back um next and, time and, she's on maybe mike won't be such a standoff prick and actually talk to her well, I get it, you know, when when someone that, you know, you brought into the game outshines you and, you know, uh, outpaces your success, like, it's always awkward and it's tough to navigate, but, uh, you know, at some point after some time, I think, you know, we'll be able to have a decent conversation with her and Mike won't flake out, but until then, you know, thanks for joining in and, and hanging out with us, guys. It's been, it's been a show. Yeah, it has, but you want to talk about our beers we were drinking? Not really, but we can. all right well uh i was drinking the white lodge by holy mountain brewing company out of seattle washington uh it was fine i i mean i it was actually as disappointing as bush and and Leinart were in in the nfl so it kind of went exactly the the way my uh hope for i can't even remember i think i think i dubbed it because nobody had it at the time but i was like uh the 49ers were blowing for bush and uh, yeah, the, if, the ironic thing is the last uh, team that Reggie Bush actually played for in the NFL was the 49ers, only it was because he sucked and bounced around and blew out his knee in like week six. So either way, this beer was whatever, very forgettable, much like the careers of Matt Liner and Reggie Bush. So there you go. And hopefully this episode. So, yeah, I get it. Uh, Drew, what the fuck were you drinking? Uh, I was drinking... Uh, see, I want to get this right because I want to say it's the derivative, but that's not it. It's uh, it's derivative colon El Dorado by Proclamation Ale uh, Company out of Warwick, Rhode Island. Uh, I'm going to stick with my original rating of the Detroit Red Wings. 
on terms of tanking. Um, it had its high points. It had some times where I was like, man, this is going to be a solid beer. Then there'd be another sip where I was just like, oh, man, what's with all that spice or all those hops? What what happened here? Uh, you know, it was all right. I'd give another go. Um, at the same time, again, nothing, nothing really to write home about here. But, you know, I look forward to the second one because I usually get two of these in a pack and I'll see what that one plays out like. But uh, yeah, just a Detroit Red Wings tanking situation where they can't do it right. They don't don't do it all the way wrong. Just very middle of the road. Um, yeah. Mike, what were you drinking? Uh, big shocker. Mike had D's nuts in his mouth. And I say that not as a joke. He actually had a beer called D's nuts by 105 West Brewing Company. Uh, he says specifically that on the top of our scale was suck for luck. And that worked out brilliantly, except for the part where luck retired like super early for the uh, Indianapolis Colts. But he wants us to let everybody know that this shit was delicious over here in the quiet. So, all caps. Yeah. All caps. All effing caps. All effing caps. So, yeah, Drew, this has been a show. I mean, how fitting is it that when the, the country goes to shit, uh, so does our show? Uh, all the yeah, technical issues. Yeah, you know, we were talking about it earlier tonight about maybe not doing one with what's going on in our nation's capital. <laughs> Uh, and all I kept I, thinking was we had that conversation and Spectrum was like, yeah, bitches, you really shouldn't have. Yeah, fuck you, bitch. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, whatever. Hey, we powered through. We showed perseverance. We showed the true American values on, like, those cocksuckers down there in D.C. I hope you all choke on a fucking nut. Um, but, hey, we'll be back here next week doing what we do even better than before because that's the only thing that we do consistently is continue to improve and grow the brand, grow the show. Well, Thank and to be fair, Drew, we can't get really worse than we were this week. I mean, fucking audio issues. Yeah, well, you know, in a way, this is actually a great way to start 2021, right? Without Mike? Do, well, we, have, do we have something here? Are we going to, like, split off? Is this Is this how the podcast dies? We just go off and do our own thing? Scott, that shit would last for like two weeks. You give us two weeks, I'd be like, uh, Drew, you feeling it this week? Nah. All right, fuck it. We're, we're done. <laughs> we ended up just drinking on a Zoom call by ourselves and never go live. Yeah. Uh, well, we do want to thank you guys for tuning in. It's been a, a, a nightmare of a, a show because of technical issues. Mike is going to fucking freak out after the show in the post-show comments. I'm gonna Don't worry. Him. We'll record it. Yeah, I'm going to take him to t- have him take a chill pill because it is what it fucking is. But thank you very much to our guest, Kelly Glenn for joining us you were awesome kelly uh thank you guys all for tuning in can't wait to have you back uh 2021 has gotten off to a rocky start for us but we'll be back next week fix this shit and uh we'll we'll see you guys then and the best part is you can find us on all the social media platforms facebook twitter instagram youtube spotify podbean that other icon i don't understand what it stands for but like get us on all the platforms and listen to how this hot ass dumpster fire of an rv continues to careen down the mountainside look you're here to witness our pain live and in person and it can only make you feel better so Thanks for joining in. Thanks for watching. Thanks for tuning in. And we'll see you next week. For the love of God, don't let this be the one you share with us. Lucky. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's wintertime. When temperatures go down, the likelihood goes up that your furnace and other appliances go down with them. So don't risk a costly replacement. Stay comfortable with coverage on the appliances you depend on most with the Service Guard Appliance Repair Program from Black Hills Energy. It's peace of mind in a plan. Visit blackhillsenergy.com slash sign up to learn more.